Welcome to the Seriously Social Podcast with your host, Simone Douglas. Today's guest is Steve Walker from Cookaburra Homes. He chats with Simone about mentors, relationship building, and his new podcast. Hey, welcome. Welcome to this week's episode. You're like, no. Yeah. Um, so welcome to this uh, week's episode of Seriously Social, the podcast. Today I am joined by Steve Walker from Cookabara Homes. Steve, thanks for coming in. G'day, how are you? I'm good. Can you uh, just, I guess, to kick us off, give us mm-hmm. the Cliff Notes version about how you find yourself here today? Yeah, I guess, um, so I'm the co-owner of a residential building company mm-hmm. called Cookabara Homes. Um, we first met six years ago, yeah. um, yourself and Tamara. Um, so we've known each other for some time. Um, we haven't really been in regular contact over the last six years. You've been busy doing your thing and I've been busy doing my thing. And then we, uh, sort of touch base, I guess, on LinkedIn and, um, there's an opportunity to come in here and have a chat to you, yeah. which I really wanted to do because I publicly wanted to say a big thanks to yourself and to Tamara, because there was a couple of little things that you did six years ago that changed my business entirely. So your business, yourself, and in particular tomorrow, what you did for me at the yeah. time when I was learning, um, I'm forever grateful of, and I replay that story over and over again still to this day. So I want to come here and say thank you to you You're and welcome. a big thank you to tomorrow oh, because cool. we needed help yeah. and you helped me. So thank you. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Well, you're most welcome. I like to help. It's my yeah. favourite thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, when you say so home builder, mm-hmm. um, Kookaburra is a fairly well-known brand in the marketplace these days. Now, so, yep. Yeah. 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 So, um, but you, you have four businesses. I'm sad to say Steve beats me. He has one more <laughs> business than me. I feel like I need to catch up yeah. now. We were, we were talking about, though, whether they're profitable or not, so yeah. you might be beating me there. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so we do a number of different things. We manufacture all our own, all our own joinery, kitchens yeah. and bathrooms and things like that. Um, I do a lot of work with kids and youth. Mm-hmm. Um just about to launch my own podcast, which is the Kidpreneur podcast, oh, cool. which is basically finding amazing teenagers out there that are doing incredible things, especially around the area of business, yep. and then having conversations with them, shining a light on them that will hopefully then um, allow other kids to do the same and be influenced by those kids. So that's a that's a business I'm really focusing yeah, on at the moment. Awesome. Yeah. Do you find because I have a thirteen and a half year old and eleven okay. year old, so they're right bang smack in that yeah. age. The thirteen and a half year old wants to be a famous YouTuber and live mm-hmm. stream and do all the things, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the eleven and a half year old goes, "Mom, I want to start my own dog walking business and mm-hmm. I want to do this, this, and this." Mm-hmm. And, and I said to him that the day, I was like, oh, okay, so you need to, you know, get some flyers and we can mm-hmm. do your one-page website and this, that, the other. Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, no, I need employees first. I don't <laughs> want to do any of the work. And I was like, oh, honey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just see the end product. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was yeah. like, you're going to have to do all of the work yourself to start off mm-hmm. with. Yeah. You know, or find a profit-sharing arrangement. 100%. Yeah. I think so many kids see that final product and they're so focused on, the, the monetary component of mm-hmm. it without understanding that you need to do the work. Yeah. Um, so I'm really trying to highlight kids and teenagers that are doing the work yeah. to then influence these other kids. Yeah, to get it. And I'm meeting some amazing kids. Mm. Um, I interviewed um, someone the other day, 16-year-old girl, where um, she raised $2,000, bought a sewing machine, sent it to Kenya. She employs a person who has made over 500 sanitary pads for young oh, girls wow. over there, allowing yeah. them to go to school so they don't yeah. miss out on education. 
Um, so That's as amazing. one example. Yeah. So that inspires me, not yeah. just other kids. So I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I think um, it leads really nicely into a bit of a conversation we're having in the preamble about you know relationships in business being what's mm-hmm. important and community being mm-hmm. what's important. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to talk to someone, you know, that's probably reached a similar stage to us, so maybe mm-hmm. they've got a couple of businesses, they're probably a little bit time poor maybe, mm-hmm. balance is tricky, mm-hmm. um, and maybe they've been neglecting the relationships that got them where they got to in the mm-hmm. first place, what mm-hmm. kind of advice would you give to those people? Uh, one, Adelaide's a small place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Australia is actually a small place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know... Trying not to be a hypocrite because when I was younger, I didn't really understand this. I didn't really mm-hmm. value relationships that much. Yeah. I was very quickly, uh, very quickly cut them off, especially if they weren't adding value to me. Mm-hmm. But then you grow up and you realise, oh, gee, you actually bump into these people again. So it yeah. pays to be nice. You know that saying of being, you know, be mm. nice on the way up because on yeah. the way down you need those people. <laughs> and I really think that good things don't last forever, and at some point you're going to need them. So. Um, I see what you do online and I'm inspired by it and I try and do the same where I'm trying to build a community and network of people around me that I can help but I also believe can also help me as well. Uh, It's interesting at the moment, I think a lot of my competitors, especially in the building industry, would be seeing the content that I'm putting out online and think I'm very confused or distracted with what I'm doing because they are very much product price, product price, product price, but they don't understand that as nice as all that stuff is that I'm doing, Mm. I'm trying to build homes, I'm trying to sell homes, Mm. and I think there's a shift around you don't need to go to a half-page ad in the Sunday Mail and spend 15 Mm. grand. You're better off going into your network and saying, hey, how can I help you and add value, whether that's monetary or whether it's time, whatever it may be. I think it's changing and the return on investment is greater than the old days where you just go and chuck money at, you know, the side of a bus. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it absolutely does because I think often, you know, people will say to me, uh, and in fact I had... had you know, the local newspaper ring me mm-hmm. wanting to have, like we took out an award, the AHA Award for Best Community Support and Service for the yep. club yep. this year. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. And, um, awesome. But yeah, so they're trying to sell me advertising. Mm-hmm. So like, they ring mm-hmm. me. He's like, oh, congratulations on the award. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, thanks. And I thought it was, I talk to journalists all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this is great. It's a journalist. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, you know, he goes, oh, you know, so we've got this special offer mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, banner advertising and this and mm-hmm. that. I said to him, <laughs> Did you, did you look at, like, did you Google me mm-hmm. before you called me? Do you know me? what I do? Yeah. I'm like, so I own a digital yeah. marketing agency. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is this free advertising? Because yeah. I'm always up for free stuff. Yeah, that's right. So I go, oh, no, no, it's a special, you know, so that you can reach our readers. I'm like, yeah, mm. so I'm going to have to respectfully decline <laughs> and not waste any more of your yeah. time. yeah. You know, but I appreciate the fact that you're working through a mm-hmm. list and you've got a job to do, that's yeah. fine, but, you know. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. Yeah. But I'm a big fan of, like you said, go and make friends. So mm-hmm. I have this whole philosophy that is, you know, in business, you start off by making friends mm-hmm. and then they turn into business family. Mm-hmm. Now, business mm-hmm. family might, might not be, you know, your, your blood family or your, your mm-hmm. friends outside of work, but they are as important. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can just remember that they matter in and of themselves. Mm-hmm. 100%. I love your saying, um, you know, it all just starts with a coffee. Yeah. Let's just start with coffee. And it's as simple as that. Absolutely. Just reaching out and saying, hey, let's have a coffee. Can I add value to you? And you may even be a competitor. Yeah. 
and I'm really trying to change the mindset in South Australia where it's very old school. It's very, if you're my competitor, I can't talk to you. Yeah. Where there's a new group of young owners of building companies coming up now where mm. we're trying to collectively work together and understand that the pie is big enough for everyone. Yeah. Let's just help each other. Yeah. Um, and let's not be driven by greed. Let's be mm. driven by sustainability and creating a life for us and our family that is sustainable and one where we can help each other. And, well, and I think that's one where, you know, like you said, sustainable, that's where building companies are successful mm-hmm. yep. as opposed to the, you know, margin price, mm-hmm. you know, and things falling over, which you see a lot in construction or have done, unfortunately. Absolutely. So, yep. um, yeah, I'm a big fan of that. And some of my best referrals have come from my competitors mm-hmm. or people who I should be competing with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and my favourite referrals. So I got given a disaster recovery client, which mm-hmm. is, there's not a lot of people out there that do that. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, it was a very, like, nightclub was all over the papers, mm-hmm. the police were involved, social okay. media was blowing up all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I got this phone call and um, Matt from Digital Marketing Adelaide just goes, oh, this isn't my bag. Mm-hmm. Will you talk to my clients? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. And had a chat. And, you know, we managed to put out the fire in mm-hmm. 36 hours. It was mm-hmm. great. Yeah. But for that, that 36 hours, yeah. yeah, 36 hours I didn't sleep. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was answering all the yeah. comments. But it's a, it, that's why it's a, a, it's a particular skill set when it mm-hmm. gets to that point because you mm-hmm. have to be the right amount of humour mm-hmm. and seriousness to 100%. unpack it all. But it was heaps of fun. Yeah. So, yeah, there, and there are always times, you know, when you can't do the work. Mm-hmm. So either you're too busy or you're in the middle of onboarding a bunch of clients mm-hmm. or someone's going on holidays. You mm-hmm. need, rather than saying no... Mm-hmm. It's always better to go, I can't help you right now, but here is someone that mm-hmm. I trust that can help you. 100%. So, yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's interesting to talk about networks and community. We've tried to do that with our customer base. Mm. I think um, just in any transactional environment, as soon as the transaction's done, we just sort of say goodbye to that customer and then yeah. we'll quickly go spend a dollar in marketing to the C and D leads where yeah. we've tried to switch our marketing spend and just double down on the people that have already purchased from us. Yeah. Um, and most of them aren't going to buy a second or third home, mm. but we want to continue to touch them and show them that we appreciated them and mm. we get, you know, a majority of our growth is coming from referrals. Yeah. As you know, people buy because of trust. If you can't add trust, then they want you to discount to add value. Mm. So people that are getting referred to us already have that trust element. Yeah, so and it's much easier transaction. 100% so you hold your margin mm-hmm. and, yeah, it's win-win. Yeah, so I think if, if we could give... Um, new people starting out in business, the best piece of advice is if you can get into a place where you're not competing on price, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's where you want to be. 100%. Yeah. yeah 100%. So would you say um, that you, because I have this philosophy that I don't actually have any competitors because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I run my own race, mm-hmm. um, you know, in what's traditionally a very competitive um, mm-hmm. industry, would you say you've differentiated yourself um, in ways that no one else is going to follow you there. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I think I have a, a huge advantage. As, as our business has grown, uh, I've employed people to work alongside me. You know, I have a PA now. I've got a, a, a full marketing department compared yeah. to when you first came. Yeah. I think there's myself and there was a young girl called Yana. Mm. Um, I've been able to bring people into the business not so I can step away from the customer, but allowing me to step closer to the customer, yeah. where I know my competitors do the opposite. As they grow, they put people in the business to remove themselves from the customer. Yeah. So I think my biggest point of difference is that I'm a retailer at heart, like mm. you mm. with the pub, 
um, I, I'm at the bar listening and yeah. watching what people are saying, mm-hmm. and I think I do that better than most. So when you talk about competitors, um, I think they're too worried about what everyone else is doing, where I'm just worried where the customers, you know, talk about Gary Vee, we talked mm, about the book earlier. Yeah. I learned a long time ago from him that um, just watch where the customer's attention is. Yeah. So I do that very closely. Mm. So I think, um, yeah, I don't focus on my competitors too much because yeah. they're too busy focusing on each other yeah. and not listening to the consumer. Mm. So we've been very successful through social media because we may not have the biggest following, but the content we put out there, our engagement is yes. higher because I'm talking directly to the customer's Yeah. Um, uh, issues or challenges mm, and, and that, addressing them that makes sense yeah. yeah but I think it's it's one of those things that I loved about when I got the pub three years ago mm-hmm. because I could break all of the rules mm-hmm. so everything that I tried to tell clients to do that they maybe chose not to mm-hmm. you know because sometimes you offer advice and fair mm-hmm. enough at the end of the day the client gets to say yes or no mm-hmm. but all the things that they'd be like oh no I'm not quite comfortable with that mm-hmm. no I need like professional photos or I need mm-hmm. this or I need this um, so I broke all the rules with the pub and our engagement went through the roof. We had viral posts happening. Mm. Had um, you owned a pub before? Yeah. So okay. I, in my twenties, I, I used to fix broken pubs for a living. That was, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, um, we found this one by accident when we were looking for an office. Yeah. That's cool. Mm, so we got a pub instead. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Means the good days and the bad days are both okay. Yeah. downstairs. <laughs> That's, that's right. That's so. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So it's um but yeah, it's I was really struck's the wrong word, like but it really validated my thinking mm-hmm. around marketing because mm-hmm. I I would put all of this humanist narrative in place and mm-hmm. it made the people the most important thing mm-hmm. in the socials and in the business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and made sure that there was this really clear six word story for the business, which is that the outside world doesn't matter here. Mm-hmm. So if you walk through that door, mm-hmm. You should feel like everything else just falls away. So that translates into the marketing, Mm -hmm. but it's the ethos of who you are. And I think in business, you guys, you're really clear on who Mm -hmm. you are, who the Mm -hmm. business is and what what it is that you bring Mm -hmm. to the table. And I think when you've got that clarity at the top and you can communicate that with everybody else, Mm -hmm. that's when magic happens. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's external marketing, but first you've got to market internally constantly every day to your staff Mm. um, and be doing what you're saying, which is, you know, um, creating the ethos and explaining to them what you're about, what you want to do, not just, you know, go out there and tell the market you this, but internally everyone knows that that's just rubbish. Yeah. yeah, First, you have to convince the people that work for you. Yeah. um, And then go tell the market. Yeah. Everyone's on the same page. No, that absolutely makes sense. I think it's... um challenging sometimes though when we have those resource pressures so one mm-hmm. of the things that i guess we saw through covid um, perhaps not in the construction industry you guys had a tiny dip and then boom yeah but all that money yeah, yeah there's a lot too much money thrown around too much money i thought of you when yeah. they, they gave us 25 grand they yeah gave the customer 25 grand yeah. then we went boom then they gave us another 15 grand yeah and i was thinking of you that was at the time that you're really trying to put a lot of pressure on the sticking up for pubs oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was thinking we don't need any more money yeah but like, give simone some money we don't need money <laughs> you're asking for money and to yeah. be open more i'm thinking yeah. we don't need more yeah no it's crazy flat strap yeah um, yeah it but it's um with those other businesses i think what it what it highlighted for me and you know with b and i i've got what's that, 165 business owners that are members in my region yes. so yeah um i was very close to that mm-hmm. across all the sectors um but it the people that were successful mm-hmm. 
were the ones that had been working within their networks Mm -hmm. and looking after their networks Mm -hmm. for a very long time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as opposed to the ones that had a book full of contacts and Mm -hmm. then started spamming them. 100%. Yeah. 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 So what would you say... um, as we wrap up, because mm-hmm. I'm conscious that we must be getting close to time. I like, <laughs> I like talking to interesting people. Um, but, you know, what would you say, outside of all of the obvious stuff, um, is your secret to success when it comes to having so many different aspects of what you do? Yeah, I think it comes back to the network. Um, I've learnt from a very young age, I've relied on mentors mm-hmm. my entire life, yeah. and there's been a number of them at different aspects of, of my life as I've grown up. But over the last four or five years where business has been really scary, when we first met, you know, we weren't in a great way mm. and I really relied on my network who then a number of those turned into mentors. Yeah. So my advice to everyone, just life in general, is find a mentor, someone that you trust, yeah. that you can talk to um, because that's been our saving grace. Mm. So look within your network and if you don't have a network, start communicating and creating one and look for those people that you can talk to when things get really, really hard, really hard. Because mm, it'll come. <laughs> it's coming, yeah. yeah Every business goes through it multiple times. Yeah. So, yeah. It's funny, I spoke to my mentor a couple of weeks ago and I said, mate, I don't know what's wrong. I think I'm finally happy. Uh, he said, isn't it funny that the only thing staying between you and happiness is your own happiness. Yeah. He said, just enjoy it now because life will come smack you real soon. Yeah. And it does, and you need mm. those people there next to you. So my advice is find a mentor yeah. and lean on them. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Steve, thanks very much Thank for joining you. me. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Seriously Social. Check our website for the latest news, show notes, and for details about Simone's latest book, Confident Networker.